Time for the wheel nerds. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, it's not about bit. Come on, you. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. This is episode 15, where we're going to talk about motorcycles and... Cosplay. Cosplay. You notice I'm dressed as Cobra Commander. I was wondering about that. It's cool, right? I figured it was just part of the normal Chuck weirdness. It's good, right? Does that... this mean if I show up in my giant Mickey Mouse suit, it'll be okay? That makes you a furry. And furries are lower on the ladder than Cobra Commander. Oh. If you don't know what furries or cosplay is... Don't hit Google. <laughs> Don't Google furries. Don't do it. <laughs> Consider yourself fortunate and just go back to motorcycles. Yes, stick with the motorcycles. There's nothing weird or gross in motorcycle stuff. Well, we got to talk about motorcycles. Motorcycles. Well, well, we ride them, right? Yeah, sort I of. Think so something motorcycles. We I hear we I hear we work on them a lot. You know, I, I uh, speaking of riding the motorcycles, I was in San Diego. Yeah. You know, this past week, I went to the other side. Chuck. Yes. What did you do? Forgive me, for I have sinned. Were you wearing flip-flops and doing wheelies? Uh, I, I wasn't doing a wheelie. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I took the Biffer down to the, the dealer that's close to my mom's house down there. I mm. needed to do the brake fluid. Did you, did you wear a Corona tank top? Did you have the helmet? Ooh, ooh, did you have the helmet locked to the side of the bike while you rode? That's I w- totally sweet. I wore a helmet. You have to wear a helmet in California. That's the law. Oh, okay. All right. There's a helmet right. law in California, yep. so you everyone wears... Gotcha. Okay. I didn't have a Corona tank top. I had a Buell shirt and... <laughs> My dad's shorts and my dad's sandals. <laughs> wow, you're that guy, huh? I was that guy. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm hip. Look at me on my viffer. I'm not getting old. Oh, God. Please. I'm so cool. Well. I don't have opinions about lawn mowing, I swear. <laughs> I, I don't like the mow lawns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I squitted so it. squitted it into the dealership. I squitted it all How did the they way. react? Ah, uh, you know, they didn't, did they? they didn't even bat an eye. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I wish I hadn't now because uh, nothing hit me. Nothing nothing bad happened. It's just when okay. I got to the dealer and, you know, I turned in my bike and the guy's like, well, you know, do you want to leave your helmet here? We have, like, these shelves and stuff. You can just leave your gear. Dude. I was like, you mean I could just wore my jacket? I could just done all my gear and come here and just left it here and, and walked home? And, and he's like, yeah. Oh, dude, that is awesome. I'm like, well, here's my helmet. I've never heard of that before. That is fantastic. What a great idea. Though. They had valet parking for the gear. Yeah. Oh, man. They were, they were a cool place. Locker room. This great. dealer was uh, South Bay Motorsports in Chula Vista. Yeah. Ask me what they don't sell. Uh, what don't they sell? Harley Davidson. What about yours? Yeah, those two. They don't sell to you. Ask me what real deal. <laughs> what about Goozies? Real, yes. Oh. I saw yeah. Goozies. Did you did you sit on the uh, the the Stelvio? No. The third generation of that is supposed to start to be pretty good. I don't know. Uh, the Guzzi might have been used. Yeah. That I saw, okay. but they're, they're for the uh, the major brands, mm-hmm. like the real brands, mm-hmm. not these weird offshoots that you Euro or whatever. <laughs> they had they had, uh, no. <laughs> they had uh, everything. All the Japanese brands: oh, wow. Victory, okay. yeah. Triumph. Damn. They had everything but BMW. Or hmm. no. Okay, yeah, they didn't have BMW and they didn't have Harley. Mm. They had everything else. They were a dealer for everybody else. Har- Harley makes sense because I think you can't be a Harley dealer if you sell anything else. I think that's one of their. Yeah, that things. makes sense. Yeah, I bet BMW. Well, no, BMW. Well, BMW, you see them with with other Husqvarna. like with other woo woo yuppie brands all the time. BMW bought Husky, right? 
I have no idea. I hadn't heard anything of the sort. But then again, I'm not looking very closely at the. I think I think Husqvarna. I think like chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> I think BMW bought Husqvarna, and now Husqvarna's starting to to do a street bike, or is oh, about to roll out a street bike because they're mainly dirt bikes. They're sure, all dirt yeah, bikes, yeah, but yeah, they're they're, they're going to do a street bike now. BMW owns them. It could be hmm. Triumph, but I'm pretty sure it's BMW. Interesting. I don't know why I know that. You just you just see things sometimes in your sleep. It comes yeah. to you. Yeah. So yeah, the South Bay Motorsports. They got the Triumph. They got Ducati. Mm-hmm. Victory. I mean, I never imagined to see those marks all under one roof. And there's no need to squid your way in. There's no need to squid your way in. Like Chuck. Yeah. It Bad was Chuck. It was breezy. I bet. That was how the other side lives. Hmm. I did I did the shorts thing in Maui when I rented a bike because I didn't have anything else. Shorts and like a skid lid. I did not care for it. I hit 50 on the way. I was like, <laughs> the whole way. It was cool. Did it feel totally fast? It did. <laughs> I was very fast and I was a little furious. Ooh, careful. Yeah. Girls were looking at me and totally not pointing and laughing at the <laughs> almost middle-aged guy. <laughs> hey, look at that guy trying to act cool on that bike. <laughs> That that totally didn't happen. <laughs> okay, Chuck, we have a new thing this week I want to try out. Okay. It's the Wheel Nerds Puzzler. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quiz thing that we'll do. Okay. Okay. Ready? Here we go. If a gold-colored motorcycle chain has 120 links and you need 112 links, how many gold links should you count off to figure out where you cut? A. That's it's not an option. It's not? No. Isn't this multiple choice? No. Oh, crap. Math problem. You're doomed. You're completely screwed. Can I just go straight to... Would you like a hint? Okay. The number is not 18. (laughs) I I checked. (laughs) The number is not 18. Did you forget to carry a one? I think I did, yes. (laughs) Yes, I think that's exactly what happened. There was a a one carrying error in my chain cutting problems. No, no. Wait, I got to ask you. When you were... When you're counting these these things off to mm-hmm. do this, yeah. did you actually count to 18 and be like, yep? I, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. You got to 8 and you're like, 9, 10, 11. No, I think I was probably like, mm, that's 10, so 1, 2, 3, four, that's 8. <laughs> okay, great. And we're good. 112. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess that's why I don't do math for a living. Yeah, I can see me totally so I'm, making that kind of mistake. That's I'm I'm rocking the double master link now. That's Fortunately, a- as it happened, I had some spare chain lying around. After cutting 18 links off, you have, you know, 18 spare links lying around in your garage. So you had a couple master links and you Frankensteined the chain I Frankensteined together. the chain together. Which is completely appropriate for a wheel nerd bike. It does kind of fit to a certain degree. and But here's the problem is I adjusted the chain for the right amount of slack while it was up on the stand. And I forgot that that's stupid to do that. <laughs> Because once there's weight on it, it tightens up. It's funny how your suspension changes like that. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah. Well, my stand actually attaches to the swing arm, so you wouldn't think it would be that big a difference. But the difference of a person on it and, you know, the whole bike's weight sitting on the ground versus the front being suspended and the back being suspended is different, it turns out. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) So So I get to work and I stop and I'm like... I smell smoke. Someone's burning oil. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Go inside. La 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 la. <laughs> Somebody comes inside. They're like, "Hey, Todd, your bike is leaking something." I'm like, "Yeah, just like some little dribbles underneath." And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it drops a little. It's no big deal." He's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, yeah, it's, 
I think so. You're making me nervous now. So I, end of the day, I go out to my bike and I look, and there's the little drips from the drain bolt that drips occasionally. Sure. And there's the little pool <laughs> from the side, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I start the bike. There's the smoke, of course, because there's oil all over the engine. <laughs> Ride home, stop, smoke. <laughs> so after figuring out that I arrive everywhere in a cloud of smoke, I start looking at it, and it looks like probably my counter shaft seal mm. or my uh, pushrod seal for the clutch has uh, shit the bed, <laughs> which I gather is not entirely abnormal for a bike of this age. <clears throat> I'm waiting for the seals to come now. It's in the garage oiling the floor. Beal's running great. <sighs> Top box is starting to look good. Good. I've been posting pictures good. of it on our Twitter. If you don't follow us on Twitter, that's where the pictures are. Of totally sweet boxes. Yeah, and, you know, the picture looks like essentially just a square box right sure. now. But uh, it's it's coming along. And the Buell itself is running great, flawless. Wonderful. Couldn't complain. I'm, I'm very happy for you. Nobody <laughs> likes you. <laughs> There's no smoke, no no drips. Interesting. Uh, what must that be like? <laughs> hey, you know what? The, uh, the side stand has never moved so smoothly. It's as well lubricated as it's ever been since I've had the bike. The shifter, just silky smooth. Can you ride any of these bikes right now? No, I can't. <laughs> I have two bikes. The whole point of having two bikes is I can have one bike that runs and another that's laid up. And now they're both laid up because I don't have the money to fix them both. The freaking, oh, God, the housing for the Ural is not going to be cheap. And I'm going to need new bearings and some new seals and crap for it and all this nonsense. I'm going to detach both shafts from it because I have two shafts because why make it easy? <laughs> Fortunately, the, the only thing I've got going for me is all the, all the hard stuff for that one yeah. is in the upper half of the housing and the lower half is the part that's broken. It could be worse. <laughs> it could but be I gotta fire. tell you, There was definitely moments I'm looking in the Ural catalog and I'm like, okay, there's this and this and this and it's about two, three hundred bucks worth of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'm looking and it's like, $980. Final drive assembly. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it could be worse. Your garage could burn down. Again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. The Strom survived the last garage fire, so. Well, this will make you feel better. These Harley Davidson stickers that my wife found. Ooh, fun. I'll be totally hardcore now. They won't be as cool as my Eric Bill sticker. He's in this month's issue of Motorcyclist. Yeah, I noticed that. He's like the, the dude of the dude year. of the year. Dude bro of the year. Dude bro. Which is cool, because, you know, the the whole story with the 1190RS and stuff, the way he's coming back from Harley. Yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it is a good story. That 1190 looks mighty mighty tasty. <laughs> yeah. 160 horsepower under 500 pounds. Yeah, okay. You see who they picked, or no, not who, but what they picked as dual sport of the year? Yeah, the, the Tiger XC. I'm... I'm you rode one of these. I rode one, and I, I know Claire loves his, but I just I'm I'm totally like unwowed by the thing. Yeah, you Come know, like you know, what the problem is, is it looks great on paper, which is probably why motorcyclist, the home of the let's read a brochure and call it a review, motorcyclist and cycle world, really, them both too. picked it. Hmm. I'm thinking, what's what, the what field was competing with it? Yeah, I mean, the field was. I mean, it was the only really kind of brand new model, right? I yeah. Mean, the Strom and the GS are same old, same old. Yeah. GS had the four-valve one, I think, last year, but, you know, BFD. The new V-Strom hasn't come out yet next year. Yeah, the, the new old V-Strom. The new old. It looked like it doesn't, the bar is not set so high. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with this XC. It might be really cool. No, I think it's 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 an okay bike. I just, it didn't, it didn't you know, for, for all that they're, oh, it's new, it's totally different, it's woo. You know what? It's it's not really. Yeah, I didn't do it uh, for you. No, it didn't. There's there's nothing it was doing that was ripping my shorts off that I was like, must sell the straw. 
you know, it's, and that's the thing. You're coming at it from a Strom rider. I think so. that's what it is. I'm coming at it from the stereotypical. This bike is pretty decent at everything. Bike, mm-hmm. and mine is completely gigged out. So I, I may be coming at it from a strange angle of nothing's ever that much more amazing. Um, I, I need to get on the bike. I mean, right now, I, the only bike I'm thinking about selling is the M50. Mm-hmm. And you're still waffling about what you want to buy instead of that. Yeah, because let's talk about that. So yeah, the Euro ST is right now at the top of my list of bikes mm-hmm. that I want to replace the M50 with. Mm-hmm. Mostly you know, for Neato Factor. Entirely for the Neato Factor. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking we went and rode the Triumph Scrambler. Mm-hmm. Major Neato Factor. Major Neato Factor, but very underwhelming as a bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we said before the problem was we rode it in the wrong order. We rode the Rocket 3, we rode the Speed, we rode the, the Street, and, and then, then we got on the Scrambler. Got on the scrambler. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like going from the hot european supermodel to taking your grandmother to prom yeah you know in some states that's acceptable <laughs> but yeah i can see what's worrying you is you'll get on the euro and you would be like well it's it's neat but yeah i've just dumped eight grand a bike, into a it's, bike and, it's not actually all that exciting yeah it's got this tractor seat <laughs> yeah uh, yeah well is it a bike i'm gonna want to keep it's a, it's a threat for sure and I guess I guess one of our listeners popped in and mentioned something about that is why well, get a Ural without the sidecar because that's what makes a Ural cool, not that it's you know a Ural bike. And I guess I can kind of see that. Like I'm thinking of would I really enjoy my Ural if it didn't have the sidecar? I don't think I would that much because yeah. frankly, having the sidecar is what makes it unique and what makes it really fun. Because I can throw crap in, I can throw right. you know people in there. I mean, the, so I the guys on Soviet steeds who are riding this ST. Uh, mm-hmm. On ADV2, I've found some threads of guys that got this ST. Yeah. They all seem to love it. Yeah. I mean, okay. this thing's base-ass simple mechanically. Well, yeah, it's stupid simple. It has got all. It carries its weight incredibly low from what and, it is. And they say it's, it's like probably, a, it's a lot of fun to ride. Huh. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't wanna, know. kind of want to ride one first, but it's not like there's a floor model you can ride. Yeah. <laughs> is there someone with a Euro ST I can just borrow for a week? And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It, and you can only seem to get them brand new because they're so, they, they're they're, they're, they're incredible rarity. I yeah. mean, like if, if for every Euro sidecar, every five-year-old sidecars or more, there's one ST. Yeah, which is, you know, also kind of a neat, neato. It's kind of neato. Yeah, it, everything. Yeah, the bike is kind of neato, but ee, is that what I really want to? Yeah, it's do? it's a pretty big commitment for you know not getting on one. Yeah, like one hell of a blind date. Yeah, and the last blind date I got, I, I didn't even get the first base. The last blind date I got, I'm marrying her pretty soon, so you know whatever. So the Strom's not running, but it's got a cool windshield, right? Yeah, it's got a cool new windshield. I got a uh, calcite windshield, like the one you, you've got on the uh, the Buell. Yeah. After riding yours, I was like, okay, this windshield is vastly better than my little Gibby windshield. The Cal- California Scientific Windshield, the Madstad brackets, works yep. out really well. God, what a phenomenal combo. So yeah. I got on the thing first day I had the new windshield, and I'm riding along, and I'm like, this is cool. What's that? There's cloud a humming. Of, what's that cloud of smoke coming out of the No, bike? that was later. No, I had like three days of good riding before the cloud of smoke <laughs> began. Um <laughs> I'm like, what is the humming noise I keep hearing? I realize, oh, that's the engine. <laughs> I couldn't hear it before because the wind noise. So, yeah, these, these California Scientific windshields are great. They really are. Well, apparently California Scientific is a few, like, super geeks. Super um, One nerds. of whom rides a Strom. That's where they got their start, just making them for Stroms. Yep. <laughs> and uh, they bridged out to other bikes because people wanted them because they saw they're like, these are great. And the cool thing is they also sell neural network software on their site. Get a windshield, neural network software. Can you install that into the bike's computer? 
I don't know. That would be pretty neat, wouldn't it? That would be cool if the bike could talk to us. It's going to be problematic during the initial part, though, where you're training the neural network and your bike is retarding. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> that didn't work. Making new connections. <laughs> grind, grind. Nope, that's not right either. Well, let's be honest. Is that really any worse than you with a wrench? No. <laughs> no, but I'm going to say it takes one to no one in this case. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't caused a cloud of smoke yet. I haven't got to that yet. yet. That's good. That's good you're adding in the yet. I just want to say that. That's it. Buell's running great. Good choice on your part. Buell is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes you. So speaking of bikes, so I wanted to go try out Modus before the Strom self-destructed. Oh, yeah, because Modus is on their nationwide Come Meet Us, Greet Us tour. Yeah. Rub yourself up on our bike tour. Here's all the places we're going. Come get there. Yeah. If you can find us. So our buddies at Modus, they they were at Laguna Seca, and then they were at like some dealership in Sacramento or something. And then some restaurant. (laughs) Some restaurant, I guess. San Francisco, Alice's Cafe. Oh, yeah. Okay. There was pictures they posted. Oh, okay. Of people meeting them. Oh, well. Okay. That that sounds nice. Where are your pictures? My pictures aren't there because they weren't letting anyone meet them in Bonneville. Me and a bunch of other people from Salt Lake were cyber-stalking them. They posted up pictures of Bonneville, and one guy is like, where are you coming through Salt Lake? Are you going to be stopping anywhere? And they're like, we're going to Denver, not Salt Lake. <laughs> and you can tell he's like trying really hard to answer nice. He's like, actually, you have to go through Salt Lake to get to Denver. <laughs> so, and they're like, there's long pause, no answer, no answer, no answer. And then an hour later, they're like, oh, about an hour ago, we gassed up in Salt Lake. <laughs> it's like, really? Like, you're going places to promote these motorcycles, and you've got a bunch of dorks on Facebook who are ready to ride out to Bonneville. And they got they got their nice little photo shoot on the salt flats. It's yeah, very adorable. So that's the weird thing, right? Because if you look at their tour map, Bonneville was marked as a stop. They had it marked as a stop, like with a big circle that doesn't wasn't a link. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere for information. But still, they were like, we're, we're like, going to be We're going to be at Bonneville. Yeah. You know, you'd think, like, come see the bike. Tell everybody how neat it is. Right. So we didn't get to see the bike or tell anyone how neat it is. So I don't know. Might be neat. Who the hell knows? Well, you know, these guys are from Alabama. Yeah, but I... Yeah, I don't know. I'm... The, I'm they're rednecks. <laughs> they're hicks. My Come and see our motorcycle out at the salt flats. It am very flat here. <laughs> My dad's from Alabama. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would have been great show material if I met these guys and they turned out to have, like, serious hayseed accents. <laughs> Howdy! We made a motorcycle. You want to get on it? <laughs> Wait, where are you from, boy? They're never coming on the show. <laughs> well, not, that, not that they give us the time of day anyway, clearly. Yeah, I'm just kind of confused about that whole thing with the Bonneville. Yeah, it seems like they're, they're doing all the promoting, and then they're like, eh, whatever. We, we got to Laguna Seca. We went to this cool cab restaurant in San Francisco, but you guys in Salt Lake, you, you ain't eating me. Yeah, me. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. It's a, kind of a sore point. Cause, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bummed and disappointed. We I mean, wanted I, to see those bikes, and they had Bonneville marked as a stop. We were excited. The bike probably exploded on Bonneville or something. I don't know. They've got cute little Bonneville pictures. They're like, look, we're on the salt flats. Ah. That's where they filmed Independence Day. Will Smith dragged an alien across it. They've filmed all kinds of crap there. Yeah. What they haven't filmed anything by is the bus of broken dreams on the south end of the salt flats on the Pony Express Trail. I wonder if they filmed the porn out there. Porn producers, if you do this, you owe us some money. <laughs> you have to buy 100,000 Wheel Nerd shirts. Rough riding the salt flat. <laughs> oh, man. Boy. Sand is bad enough. Can you imagine salt? Oy. Oh, man. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Rug burns with salt. Do not want. Oh. oh, 
God, that makes me cringe just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, God, where do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> Watch a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I believe you. Let's talk about trailers. Yeah, I found this weird one, this Sylvan Sport trailer. Actually, somebody at work found this for me. So this is like a combination, like, bike trailer and camp trailer. And it looks totally neat and futuristic and stuff. It looks very yuppie. Very Banana Republic-y. Oh, Christ. You've just completely ruined this trailer for me. Doesn't it does it? totally look yuppie. All it needs is, like, a giant Eddie Bauer logo. Yeah, it, it really... It, oh, my God. It totally does. Oh, <laughs> fuck! It's the... And, and it's... Well, well, not necessarily. You know, this could be... I mean, they got an ATV pulling it. Yuppies don't have ATVs. What do you mean they don't? They do? Yeah! Okay, shit. Well, and whitewater kayaks, they... they no, hold on. Wait, no. That's it. Surfboards, they... they shit, no, hold on. Uh, Ikea furniture. No, <laughs> they have definitely have. They have Ikea furniture on it. Bicycles and ski racks. And, oh, God. Uh, this isn't helping. This is all, yeah, he, you know, this is all the things I need for my modern lof- lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. would look perfect behind my Subaru. Yeah, it would look great behind your Subaru Forester, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, they're not necessarily towing it behind yuppie cars or anything. See, they're not towing, oh, they're towing it behind a Honda Pilot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually not very big now that I'm looking at the kids in it. No? Well, it was a neat idea. I liked the idea of a trailer that was both cargo and, uh, you know, like, stuff hauler. But I guess I may have gotten overexcited about it. I just, I can't, you know me, I can't resist the, the yuppie toys. Could this thing do the pop-up tent and a bike? Well, I think that's the point, is the pop-up thing is that little, that, that housing on the top. Right. And then if you look at the one with the uh, the uh, ATV in it here, the pop-up trailer is up above the bike. So that, to me, is the thing that's kind of cool about it, is you could get the bike or the ATVs or whatever in below, and then oh, have the pop-up trip- on the top. Okay, so that is kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of neat, you know, that sort of modular, you know, take all the crap. That said, I'm looking at the space, and, like, we can never fit a Stromobile in there in a million years. Like, they've got, the, they've got an ATV in there and that thing is it's full yeah but yeah now you've you've ruined it for me because it totally does give a serious yuppie vibe doesn't it it has it has brushed <laughs> metal it's got you know curved tubular stuff swoopy yeah damn it it's got a cute name like go sylvan sport go to the woods but not very far into the woods because <laughs> the wheels are very small <laughs> find your local koa <laughs> you know i laugh but i'm like camping more at koa now because yeah there's more there for the kid. Well, you're, you're, you're easing them into it. As she yeah. gets older, you'll be able to go camping in all kinds of crazy places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my hardcore kayaking. With your kayaking. Hi, Chad. <laughs> all right, all right. That one was a bust. Let's talk about this trailer, the Open Road Open Road Outfitters. Our friend Mike on the Ninja. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's not our friend. He's an asshole. Jerk. Riding a free bike for three months. That asshole uh, pointed us in this direction. This guy builds motorcycle trailers, motorcycle campers. Ooh, neat. Yeah, look at this. These are kind of cool looking, right? Yeah, these are pretty neat. So they, they seem to get small enough to tow behind a motorcycle, and these got all sorts of different sizes. Start with that little one on the bottom. The slipstream. Yeah, so the slipstream is this little, like, clamshell sort of thing. Now, okay, i got to say, I'm watching this video, and this dude, like, who's clearly about as big as I am, trying to, like, shoehorn himself into this tiny little trailer. I'm getting claustrophobic just looking at it. On the other hand, my in-laws, who are all, like, five foot nothing, yeah. would love this. I mean, it's kind of cool, right? But well, you know, for what it is, I mean, it's... You, you, Look at the difficulty of him putting it up, which is zero. Yeah. You know, he it's pops the clam area. open and he... Five foot, ten sleeping area. I would yeah. just barely fit in it. Yeah, except you wouldn't because, you know, you, you'd have to, like, have your feet, like, bent up yeah. all night and never put your arms over your head. <laughs> so you'd have your head touching one end and your feet touching the other. I would assume the fetal position and cry. <laughs> That's what I do most nights. <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> 
So the cool thing, though, is that, okay, so the slipstream being the small version. Let's go to the other end. Okay, we go to the other end of the other end. The uh, uh, timeout. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. This goes behind this motorcycle. <laughs> this thing is humongous. Yeah. And the trailer is actually not super enormous, really. That is all kinds of big. So we invite you to come and take a look at this thing. We're just watching it. Yeah. Get all. It's like 15 feet long once you get it all assembled. Yeah, once everything folds out. It looks like the whole thing kind of folds out of itself. And yeah. Imagine like a half a pop-up tent trailer. I, this isn't half a pop-up tent trailer. This is a pop-up tent trailer. Like three quarters of like a full length. Yeah, of a car a full one. one. It's just missing that sleeping and it's definitely, area. It's a front. wide one. You'd want to pull it behind something fairly beefy. Yeah. I mean, it goes down and folds out. Just the number of folds this thing has is kind of amazing. The Hinge Makers Union loves this. <laughs> it's their favorite toy. Yeah, you're not doing this one. Night after night after night, comfortably. No, I think this this is a this is a set it and set it and leave it. You know, this is a, a folding house. It's your base camp. Yeah, wow, look at totally. that! Wow, that is God. It's like an origami puzzle it just totally unfolding. Totally is, but I tell you what, it's pretty uh, pretty clever. I give it to him. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what would so one of these trailers? I guess this would be like the one you tow to go to a big meet or something. Yeah, yeah, like Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. Set it up for the week, and it's looked like he's unfolding a concert stage. Yeah, it totally does. It's got a concert <laughs> stage kind of feel about it. And Hello, Wisconsin. Space inside, and he's got coolers and all kinds of crap inside it, and a fan. A fan. <laughs> really? <laughs> these are not the sort of thing that you just like. Draw on a bar napkin. These are <laughs> <laughs> look at my new. That's that's my top box. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he, he did some work there. Yeah, so that's thirty seven hundred bucks for this thing. The largest pop up motorcycle camper on the market. I, it would have to be. That sets up. I completely. could park a motorcycle in that thing. <laughs> you know, you know who this is going to be. That this kind of thing would be awesome for. And I'm sure this is who uses it. Is the couples where one member of the pair is like, I'm not sleeping on the ground. <laughs> and I, I know as many husbands who are like that as wives. Yeah. Who are, I'm sleeping on the ground. That's crap. I'm not doing it. And wow, look at damn, the inside it's big of this inside. thing. This is a cool little thing. Uh, we'll post we'll, this We'll definitely up. post a link. Because the videos are really interesting to watch and probably not as interesting to hear us talk about. Can you Euro pull a trailer? Oh, shit, yes. Yeah? Easily. Yeah. I mean, not fast, but, you know, it's easy with a three-wheeler to tow a trailer because you don't have to worry about tipping over too far. Okay. Like, when I get a, when I get a big, fancy, powerful three-wheeler, I'm going to have a trailer hitch on that. You better believe it. See, I was thinking more of, like, what's that going to do to your speed? You're yes. already at the nowhere... It, you want to like yeah i don't have much to give <laughs> so in media news channel 4 is totally copying us channel 4 oh okay local channel, channel 4 is 4. totally copying us after we interviewed dale he did a thing for their oh my god for, i know the eyes so so he did a thing with their uh, their some of the people from channel 4 including the chick who does all different stuff she like goes and learns to ride she goes and learns to shoot all this kind of you know it's part of her good morning thing uh-huh. apparently she's a real good student that picture is really creepy though I have to say the, the eyes are following the eyes totally follow you that's really kind of that's, that's unsettling she's got that predatory look yeah and not like the oh boy party time predatory look uh-uh. like, the, like the I'm about to swoop down on you <laughs> kind of predatory look I'm unsettled Totally unsettled. But yeah, so they, they interviewed Dale a little bit. And did a class. He, he yep, did a class, and he said there's about three seconds of him talking that made it in. <laughs> and, well, Dale's kind of a, a slow talker, so three seconds is him, what, three, four three words? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> 
the trade they, setters. Were they doing the angle of it, motorcycles are fun to learn or motorcycles are, oh, my God, dangerous? You, I think you, they were doing the fun to learn thing to their okay. credit. So, you know, they were like, hey, this is a thing that a lot of people want to do, and it's cool, so we're going to go do it and tell you all about it. Cool. So it's a pretty good idea. I think it's a... It's a good thing. It's nice to hear that one of the you know local news stations is actually pulling their collective heads out about that. <laughs> oh my God! There's like another crash! Death, death, death. <laughs> Must be outlawed. Yeah, apparently uh, one of our one of our online friends, Pam, was teaching and got uh, center punched by a nighthawk last week. <laughs> what? So she was uh, she was standing in front of the student and uh, somebody ham-handed their throttle. She started to move out of the way but the student was target fixated on her and so tracked right <laughs> to her. So she took the uh, she took the headlight right in the uh, stomach and oh, it hit her hard enough to throw her up through the air and land her on her back. Oh, She says she's bruised and battered but basically okay and she's pretty sure the student broke her arm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was uh, that's kind of scary. That's going to be her motorcycles are dangerous. Yeah. Don't ever get on yeah, them like totally, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's worrying. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. To me, it reinforced the importance of keeping your knees bent when teaching. <laughs> I have jumped over the front wheel of sliding GZ250s, in case you were curious. I... <laughs> you want to be fast on your feet. But uh, best wishes go out to Pam to heal up fast and feel better. Wow. Remember uh, remember Ben Slavin? Yeah, the motorcycle, motorcycle Mexico dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember he was talking about his Columbia project. Oh, yeah, do you remember something about that? But it yeah. was, like, still kind of nebulous and woo-woo at the time. He started a Kickstarter on it. Ooh. A Kickstarter project, if you don't know, is uh, basically he f- puts up a thing saying, hey, we need money, kick in for this, and at various levels you get fabulous prizes. We should do one of those. Yeah, for the wheel nerds. Yeah, and at the $500 level, you get to listen to us drink some beers. At this $1,000 level, you get to listen to us drink a lot of beers and his prizes are considerably cooler oh okay at the uh, top level I think it's four grand is what he's asking for Mm -hmm. you get to go on this Columbia ride and be in the documentary that's pretty cool actually on their bikes oh that's really cool then yeah they're gonna have Stroms and I think KLRs cool so you get to go on this I think it's an eight day trip through Columbia wow guided by Ben and this other dude (laughs) that's crazy it's all like, you know, you must be comfortable riding off-road, must at, be comfortable with sand. As tours go, that's that's not terribly expensive, actually. No, for the bike provided. And yeah. I, I think they're doing the bike, like, guiding and all that nonsense. Yeah. And at the end of it, you've got a DVD documentary about you. You. Here's my trip documentary. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, no, it's going to be one of those ones with still pictures and music. No, yeah. It's, it's actually like a real documentary. Yeah. That's kind of rad. There you are, getting attacked by motorcycles and, I don't know. So listeners listeners who are thinking about taking guided tours, this is your opportunity. Not only do you get to be in a guided tour, but you get to be in a movie. Right. And the way Kickstarter works, if you do the $4,000 level contribution, you get all the other prizes, too. Oh, all the cool swag. So you get the T-shirt. You get uh, Ben and the filmmaker showing up to do a private showing for you. Oh, and, neat. You, know, you get to do the Skype conversation with him. Cool. Yeah, you, they, he's asking for money for Skype conversation with him. And we got to do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Success. He's going to send us a bill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send him back one in return. <laughs> We need to start a Kickstarter with beer stains all over it. <laughs> we'll we'll throw that up on the, the link for this show. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can talk my wife into it. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but that would be that would be fairly rad. I have to say, if I 
Granted, I don't have four grand kicking around. If I if I had four bucks right now, I'd be pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. And in terms of, I mean, I don't know if I've got four grand kicking around, but I've got this piggy bank. Oh, ooh, hey, hey now, that's the Kickstarter piggy bank. Yeah, that is intensely dorky. I'm ready to go find me a coin star machine. I can see a lot of pennies in there. Yep. Right. So check out Ben Slavin's uh, Kickstarter and yeah. uh, throw some money down if you're uh, into that sort of thing. I wonder if he'd give me a discount for being, you know, a, a wheel nerd. I'm going to guess no. Yeah, but he'd probably charge me more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. You want to go on there? Are you going to wear real nerd shirts? Maybe. Is Todd coming too? Yes. <laughs> Ten grand each. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't deal with both of you at the same time. God. Well, there, you know, if we were both on it. It'd be, hi, Ben. <laughs> if we were both on there, there'd be funny bits. Yeah. Uh, uh, it would uh. be super entertaining. Anytime that a part of the ride was boring, you just give the two of us a beer and just let us rip. <laughs> <laughs> There's Chuck going over a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. And there's Todd poking him with a stick. <laughs> Not so okay now. <laughs> Well, my, my wife's getting the bathroom remodeled. Maybe I can talk her into this. <laughs> hey, honey, you're getting a new toilet. Can I go to Columbia? <laughs> what? <laughs> you were the one that wanted a new toilet, jerk. <laughs> Sad but true. It was that or clean it. <laughs> we have one listener email this week. Oh, boy. One. One. It's holy shit. This is more words than all the previous listener email combined. Steve. Steve. Steve writes us back. We're not going to read Steve's whole email, but thanks for writing us back, Steve. Uh, But we want to talk about it. Steve was uh, talking about... Selling his gigged out GSA for a euro. Yeah, he sent us a picture of this thing. He wasn't kidding. Wow, it is. That is like... That is intensely farkled, man. How did he describe this? Uh, uh, let's see. He said the previous owner went through the tour tech store with the shit magnet turned on, and everything <laughs> stuck to it. I like to dink around with things, and there's nothing left to dink with. Looking at this picture, yeah, this is like... I believe you. <laughs> you know all this picture needs? An elephant. Yes. <laughs> and it would go right on the front of a tour tech catalog. We need some, we need some Photoshop. <laughs> it needs an elephant. <laughs> There's nothing left to do it's this really, bike. really, really something. This bike needs to be sold <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, can't, you can't dream of anything with it. Steve, so I can understand. Yeah, Steve, I think I, I see what your problem is. It's not so much that this bike is so freaking cool. I mean, you can ride it. And yeah. It's great to ride, but you can't do any, you know, when you're, when you're trying to just mess around. There's nothing to mess around with anymore. Yeah, he's, he said here, I've gone fast and rid the Hummer of Adventure Bikes. Nice, but it felt kind of vanilla to me. I could see that. And, and, you know, he said something that I've kind of suspected a lot about with these gigged out GSs. Mm-hmm. So he's got the ABS, the ESC, the ESA. I don't know. Is he making stuff up there? No. Okay. What are those? I know uh, the ABS. Any electric brake system, electronic stability control, and the electronic, electronic skid uh, something. There's, there's a skid thing and a traction thing. You know, okay. Thinking. The heated grips, the fuel injection, the 8 plus gallon tank too disconnected from everything maybe because of the electric doodads Mm, could be well the old doesn't have that problem he also points out that he'll be able to say he owned one and the kids will have cool memories being dropped off at school in a russian camo motorcycle which is about the awesome (laughs) i have to say your kids will be the coolest kids in school get the one with the machine gun mount and oh they don't have machine gun mounts but they do have spotlights 
Oh, okay. So it gives the monkey something to play with. Didn't the older ones? Older ones had pencil mounts, yeah. Had the mounts, okay. They put those spotlights on them because they were starting to get a little hassle about that. <laughs> <laughs> Some authorities were taking a dim view of that sort of nonsense. I don't understand why. I don't know. It's very strange. A great place to put that Nerf gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but he asked, he asked if it's going to be completely out of whack taking a 75-mile run out to the coast highway, and does he feel like he's flogging it too much? And for those 75 miles, I can tell you without reservation, yeah, you're going to feel like you're flogging it. Could he, you do it? Yeah, I, I do it sometimes. I don't much like it. He, yeah. And on the other hand, if there's traffic at all, and it's the least bit slow, which, uh, you know, many coast highways I've been on get that way, and traffic's down around 50-55, no big deal. Yep. That's making me think about the Ural ST again. I don't. The Ural ST is a lot faster than the cycle. Yeah, guys were talking about doing 90 on it. Yeah. Okay. 75, no problem. Now it's not going to do it the way the Buell does. It's not going to do it like click, boom, take off. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work that way. It'll yeah. take you a bit to get there. Yeah. Power wise, it's pretty similar to a KLR. So cool. Glad, you, glad you'll like the episode, Steve. You see this other bike he's got. Oh, yeah? The uh, BMW R1200RT-P. Ooh, those are so cool. The cop bikes. The cop bikes. Complete with radar and LIDAR. And he rides it every day for work. Oh. <laughs> so he's, he's actually a cop, huh? I'm thinking, yeah. Anything illegal we've said is not true. <laughs> <laughs> we have always followed We the do post- not transport alcohol into Utah. We and always follow the posted speed limit. At all times. Once a year, he has riding competitions. He's an instructor. He train- trains daily. I'm thinking, yeah. This guy's, this guy's got some chops. Cool. <laughs> it was Chuck. She did it. So what? Chuck, <laughs> so, Chuck, something I do need to talk to you about is why we're doing easy mode for podcasts. <laughs> and our buddies at the pace are not doing easy mode. Well, let's let's talk about what easy mode is first. So easy mode is being in the same room with someone who you can react with and see see them. Chuck's making the, the stop talking about that hands right now. That tells me something. <laughs> Hard mode, it turns out, is trying to use Skype to do a podcast. We, uh, we gave even, it a whirl. Yeah, even video conferencing on Skype. Yeah, it just doesn't work out. So we have a special bonus prize for you this week. We've got the Wheel Nerds online. It's totally exciting and you're going to love it. Ready? Here's our first clip. How big is this place? I mean, it must be like a like a hangar. It's uh, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's like a hangar. It's um, it's all indoor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite large. Yeah. That was great. I am excited. We should never have those guys on again. Mm, no, uh, terrible. <laughs> Let's hear some more. Well, it, it, it would essentially be like your bike, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I, I would have to try because you haven't let me sit on your bike yet. I let you sit on it. Did you? Yeah, we were at the gas station. You said it was okay. I was like, really? You can't, you can't get your foot under the thing, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I totally don't remember that. Wow. Goodness, Chuck. That was fun. I'm I'm sorry. I fell asleep. What? You know what the other really dangerous thing about doing it like this is? <laughs> is we aren't in our totally high-tech wheel nerd studio. No, we're not. We're in places like, I'm going to hypothetically say, your mom's garage. It wasn't a garage. Let's find out for ourselves. <laughs> People, see- what in the world just started squeaking? <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Chuck's mom. Hi, Mom. I uh, just walked down to the garage. <laughs> wait, 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 back up. <laughs> we're broadcasting from your mom's garage. No. <laughs> she, no, we're broadcasting from the house. She, Whatever, you're totally in the garage. <laughs> she walked you're like, to the garage. You're like, I'm going to make a show. She's like, get into the garage. 
Well, look what we do for real. Well, look what we do when we're there. We're going to make a show. Get in the basement. <laughs> so the garage is an upgrade. Yes. Now she's coming back in. I checked, Mom. She doesn't hear you. Oh, that's too bad. I'm I'm recording here. <laughs> He's trying to make a show in your garage. He shows you have to come into the garage and I'm making a show. Don't, don't come over. <laughs> Kathy, no? No, it's not Kathy. <laughs> Oh, God, this is going to end up in promo, isn't it? Oh, this is the whole show. Are you kidding me? Look like that. Got it? Got him in that? Look like that. I'm in it. You're I don't understand anything that you're saying. No, but I can, I can totally hear the mom and son voice. Tones, man. These conversations are the same in every language. I mean her. Hi. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> Where were we? Does she want her garage back? I'm not in the garage. She needs to use the car. Get out of the way. It was a garage. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you keep telling yourself that. I was there. I could see the lawnmower on the video. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. That was a bookcase. A bookcase with an engine and a pull start Shut up. and a blade. Nobody likes and you. And Toro on it. Shut up. <laughs> totally not what it looks like. <laughs> Never talking to you again. <laughs> Certainly not that way. So so uh, yeah. So apparently when we're uh, when we're we're far away, Millards <laughs> isn't going to happen because it doesn't happen. Yeah, the guy the guys at the pace do this week after week like that. You guys are animals. I don't know how you do that. Wow, that's 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 wow. I I couldn't handle doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I smell food. Is it just me? Sorry, I, I had beans for lunch. Oh God. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's it. We're going back to Skype. What have we... <laughs> so, so what have you learned this week, Chuck? I've learned we suck at Skype. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's completely true. What have you learned? I've learned that Angie Larson's eyes bore into your soul. They totally do follow you, don't they? Yeah. That's scary. And she's got big teeth. Mm-hmm. Nice teeth. Really nice, white, straight teeth, but man, they're scary looking. <laughs> all right, well, that's all we've got. Till next time, ride safe, everyone. John. What? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still looking at her eyes. What? Oh, man. That's scary. Until next time. We'll see you next week. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.